on May 28, 2009, National Polygamy Advocate Mark Henkel was interviewed by Elizabeth Rands, Part 7, for UCSD. Because, you see, Reynolds' case was tried based on the religious argument. And not, I'm not saying that you need to argue it based on religion. You argue it based on freedom of assembly of consenting adults to contract their own arrangements. Very interesting. So, um, and also on that note, which mm -hmm. I, I assume at this point that I can predict your answer okay. based on the gay marriage answer, but so, okay, obviously with polygamy, you're in favor of polygamy, polygamy which there is biblical examples yes. for. Um, how about polyandry? Would you think that that would be something that would be able to happen also? It would be legally possible. And again, whether I support it morally or not is irrelevant because everyone has the freedom as continued out to choose the arrangements they choose to make. So, you know, it, it's funny that very often, uh, I will be, someone will think they've got a gotcha question, and I know you didn't because you were very good in the way you asked this, and I appreciate that, but people will think they've got a gotcha question, you know, like, aha, so you'll accept this, but you won't accept that. Right? It doesn't matter whether I accept something or not. I'm saying the real path to everybody's freedom is government out of it altogether. So I don't think we've all got the freedom to choose. So, no, I would say this. As an evangelical Christian, I obviously, uh, there is no biblical precedent for polyandry. That's correct. And it would, it would be technical adultery based on the word of adultery in the original Hebrew, uh, being woman who breaks bedrock. So when a woman is having more than one husband, she's breaking her wedlock. Whereas a man having two wives, no woman is breaking a wedlock as long as she's not been married to others. So that's why adultery is biblically allowed. Excuse me, not adultery. <laughs> that's why polygamy is not biblical adultery. Uh, but regardless of that religious belief, it doesn't matter if government has no authority redefining it one way or another. And if polyandrous people choose to make that contractual arrangement, they certainly have the freedom to choose whatever contractual arrangement they make as consenting adults. Anthropologically, it's not very common. And the reason it's not very common is as a matter of uh, the general nature of male and female. In that, if you think of it in simplisticness, think of woman as garden and male as seed. And that seed can spread to different gardens, but gardens can't spread to different seeds. Very true. I know it's pretty much only used when there's land disputes and you really don't want to know whose kid is whose. Exactly. And you, would, you would have question of progeny. That's exactly right. You'd have question of, of who the parentage is, where you would not with polygamy. But not only that, you also have issues of uh, just general compatibility of even, even usual, typical, you would say, I guess you'd call it libido match, in that typically... Uh, women actually would prefer to have a night off or two when you know, a man is with another woman. They would rather than have any kind of uh, libido obligation uh, repeatedly over and over and over. You, you follow what I mean by that? Now you take that in reverse, and you've got one woman with multiple guys, and multiple guys with libido, you know, they're all making demands on her more than she's going to want. That's, and I'm, not, I'm talking about general nature. I'm not talking about, you know, do Obviously, there are exceptions to the world. Obviously. And, and, and you're exactly right. There's always exceptions. There's some guys with no libido, whatever. 
Uh, and I'm not talking about, you know, this is an issue of sex. I'm just talking in general dynamics of the nature of man and the nature of woman that typically it's not going to be that common that you will see adults wanting to contract their arrangements in a polyandrous fashion. But that's not to suggest that government has any business codifying that, and it doesn't mean I have to support it either. If government is not defining it, it doesn't matter what I believe. And that's really the heart of the matter. It doesn't matter whether I support what somebody else chooses or imagines. When government is limited, everybody has freedom. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Mark Hankel is National Polygamy Advocate. Presented polygamy to the public since 1994. NationalPolygamyAdvocate.com